Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Mark Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heinemann and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Join us for the Going Beyond Simulcast with Priscilla Shire. On September 24th, you can be part of a global event to lift high the name of Jesus. Whether you join us on your own, with friends, or at your church, you'll experience wholehearted teaching straight from God's Word, worship, and prayer to inspire and challenge you to listen for God's voice in your life. So invite your friends, host at your church, or simply watch on your own. All you need is an internet-connected device and an open heart seeking after Him. Learn more at LifeWay.com slash GB Simulcast. Hello, welcome to the Mark Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Elizabeth Heinemann, and I'm here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Elizabeth, I'm so excited about today's <laughs> podcast because we have the one and only Anthony Evans. I know. This is very exciting. This it's is like our brush exciting. with celebrity, I feel like. I feel like it yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. I am so glad to be with y'all, first of all. I think, did you say brush with celebrity? Is yeah, 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 yeah. Now we're like one degree removed from a lot of a, a lot of a celebrities. And, <laughs> and you are a celebrity. You've been on that TV cool. several times. And yeah, I mean, all the this things. is a big deal for us. <laughs> smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I am so uh, glad to be with y'all. And, and um, I am very grateful for what I get to do. I think you said, tell, tell me, tell you guys about the ministry, right? Yeah. yeah tell us about yeah, yourself yeah. and your ministry. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, um, you know, I've been on the road leading worship and singing out for 20, like 24 years, which is crazy to me. You know, wow. it's a whole like time has been flying, but um, the past 15 years, especially, I've been able to do a lot of ministry with my family, which I love so much. So there's a few little arms to what I do. The main thing is worship leader um, and get to do a lot of that with my dad, um, Dr. Tony Evans, which most of you know that already, and my sister, Priscilla Shire, which I know you guys know that. (laughs) Because um, I love getting to do that. And then I'm in L.A. part of the time, and that's kind of my ministry outside of the four walls of church. I, I get to do a lot of things uh, for TV and film and different artists who would never 
<laughs> come to a, a conference like like the ones we go to, you know. So right. that is kind of another arm of it. And then I've gotten to collaborate with my family and and produce a lot of our live events when we come together as a family and and uh, we've, we've done a couple books together and I, I kind of get to spearhead all that, which is like wrangling cats, but it's <laughs> still so much, so much fun to do that. So those are a few, a few of the different things I have going on that I'm very, very grateful for. That's really, really fun. Okay. When you said that you've been doing worship for over 20 years, I was trying to think, I don't think we've ever had anybody else do worship for Priscilla, right? Like you've been the only one, right? No, there was actually somebody before me, like, but it was, that was over 14 years ago. Okay. And, he, and I don't know how long he did it, but um, I, yeah, there was a guy that did it for a little bit before me. And then I got brought on a little bit later. Okay. But, yeah. but yeah, not, not since I've been brought on, you she know, was probably like, Hey, I know somebody. I know somebody who could do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it is like, there's really this kind of special connection at our going beyond yeah. live events because and in fact, I had someone, I don't, I haven't told Elizabeth this, but in the last one, I had someone actually text me and they were just like, you know, they were like, it's such a sweet relationship that Priscilla and Anthony have together and being able to do that kind of event together. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very unusual and that's a, a really special thing. So talk about how this ministry has been such a special, you know, kind of part of your family and how the two of you have worked together. Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful for the the opportunity. I think it's obviously very unique um, where siblings get to be on the road together, and one happens to lead worship, and the other one's a speaker. Like it just it just nobody's everybody's just being themselves, and it, and it works. I think that's um, amazing. And there is for anybody out there listening who has siblings or just family dynamics, there are unspoken things. At when you're related to somebody <laughs> that that you can do, I think we may drive Lifeway crazy at some points because <laughs> because they'll be like, okay, what's the plan? And we're like, we'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so because you can just she can give me a look and I know what's happening, or I just I kind of give her an eye and she grabs the she knows what you know. I think that kind of you can't manufacture that that kind of uh, dynamic. And so to be able to do that together and it not just be work it's it's ministry and we get to um thankfully get impact hearts for the kingdom of god in in this kind of setting i just it's just a beaut it's a beautiful thing and i'm very privileged to be able to to do i feel very privileged to be able to do ministry with my family in in this way and I do think there is something special, even especially during the prayer time mm-hmm. that that we do mm-hmm. at, at those events. You really do have to kind of be in tune with, as the worship leader, you're watching and you're kind of seeing, how is God moving? How's the Holy Spirit working in this? And so uh, you probably do have a really unique perspective as a sibling to be able to go, okay, we're going here. Or she can look Absolutely. at you. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's, um, I, I, yeah, I, it's just, it just, it, it is what it is. And I'm so thankful for that um but but yeah she changes a lot she changes subject matter she changes directions and it's just kind of like a it's it's a dance but a, a, a great one you know and I, I really am am thankful for my for my sister and my brother-in-law who let me come along for the ride <laughs> yeah. yeah well you've talked about your family as a whole yes. for a little uh-huh. bit and so you have a tight-knit family, and y'all are all involved in ministry in various ways. So mm-hmm. tell us, what was it like growing up in your house? You know, it was it was what you would, a lot of people would su- suspect, which is my dad and my mom were very consistent at home as it relates to 
sitting around the table, making sure that we have, you know, a, a devotional kind of moment all the time at the table. My mom, now I look back thinking, oh my gosh, how are you doing all this? How are you supporting my dad in ministry the way you were? How were all these hot meals on the table after a long day of supporting him and helping us with our homework? And I'm just lost as to how she was doing all that. Um, but uh, they were consistent, but we were still like, crazy kids, like crawling under the table, making <laughs> jokes, like talking while they're talking, you know, not paying attention, but they just stayed the course and were very faithful. And so I think even in moments where I've doubted whether I wanted to be doing ministry or not, I look at the faithfulness of my parents. Uh, you know, when I was trying to figure myself out, when I, I look at the, the consistency of them, even through the hard moments. And, and that to me, that's what made my faith more real, my ministry more real, my my um, desire to do it. Um, but was that, was was growing up in the house with a man and a woman who were no different than they were on stage at the house. Mm-hmm. I heard once that there was talk of a family band forming. Is that, <laughs> is that true? How, how far down the path of a family band did y'all get? <laughs> we didn't get super far. A photo shoot. <laughs> Okay. A photo shoot is what oh, happened. Yeah, because awesome. my sister sang, and then I wasn't really a singer. I didn't really like. I, I wanted to work on a farm. That's what I wanted to do. And then I got a. Uh, oh, we need to explore that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We had people um, uh, around us that were like, "Wait, y'all sing?" And you, this, the your your brother has like this voice, and I didn't know. I was like thirteen. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, we were we were gonna be. A group. It's so it's so interesting. Did you have, it a, did you have a name a name for the band? We did, but it? they were going to change it because it okay. sounded like a name for the girls. Like it, it was called Alethea, but yeah. that sounded like a girl group. And <laughs> but they were and then they were trying to. I was just kind of coming along for the ride, and they were like, "No, we need to change the name." And your brother's going to be the focal point. And my sisters were like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> so then you know, then they were like, "I'm not doing it." I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I have to I have to ask this question. This is off script, but if you had to give an adjective for your siblings and you and yourself and as far as like growing up. Yeah, growing up. <laughs> who like who was was there someone that was the bossy one, someone that yes. was the jokester? Yeah. yeah. Tell tell us Crystal, give us okay. Crystal's number, you know, the oldest child, so yeah. it's very perfectionist, bossy, uh-huh. uh you know, that kind of vibe. Priscilla is Miss Personality. She actually got in a lot of trouble for talking a lot. So <laughs> that worked out nicely. Though. That worked like, out well <laughs> for her, yes. So, so yes. And then, uh, yeah, so I was the emotional peacekeeper kind of, I was more quiet, you know, middle child kind of energy. And then my brother was like the goof, the goofy one. Uh-huh. Like always comic relief, laughing. That, that, those were the roles everybody played. And then my dad thought things were my dad would let us go further in like laughing and being jokey. And my mom was like the, the person who pulled it all back. So my dad would be like laughing with us or whatever. <laughs> and my mom would be thinking, this is going too far. And she'd give my dad a look and he'd be like, okay, kids, we need to relax. You know what I mean? It was kind of that, yeah. that, that was the vibe. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, we do think that there's a lot of parents or even just a lot of women listening to the podcast who are just like, I wish... Like, I kind of wish I had that for my family. So do you think there's something that your parents did that really helped bring you all together that way? I just think they made a decision earlier on, the same way my grandfathers did. Like, uh, I, I, they made a decision that our family is going to be different. 
period. Like we are going to do this. Culture may be doing something else, but we're not doing that. We're doing this. This is how we're going to operate. And that's what it was. And they just took the, they did the daily consistent thing. And that's what changed the course. And my grandfathers did that too. Like then I mentioned doing the events with my family and kind of uh, um, quarterbacking a lot of the projects we do together. And my the company we do it under is called Sherman James Productions. Those are my grandfather's names mm-hmm. because they made decisions that changed. They made decisions individually, one in South America and one in Baltimore, Maryland, that our families are going to be different. And wow. the ripple effect of that, they, they just, they didn't know that sitting around the table and being faithful and all that stuff was going to lead to going beyonds and a Tony Evans and a, and a, you know, whatever. And me doing worship, they just, they were just making the decision to be faithful. So that is what uh, I think can change the course of a family. Somebody who's watching or listening and says, I don't have that. You can start that. My grandfather started it. They didn't have it. You know what I mean? They just made mm-hmm. a daily decision and the ripple effect. Um, I don't mean the ripple effect's always going to be like ministry, like a, a public ministry, but I'm saying the ripple effect even in our personal lives with their great grandkids mm-hmm. is that they change the course of a whole bloodline with a, yeah. with daily decisions. Wow. What a, what a great legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Well, um, Kelly, I think you have some friends I that do. you remember. This Tell came up. This. I mean, yeah. this came up just a couple of <laughs> weeks ago and your name came up in some kind of conversation and they were like, I, I remember Anthony as a camp staffer at Pine Cove yes. Conference Center. And what was your camp name? <coughs> My camp name is Falling Star. Falling Star. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about that. So like, I, I mean, that, I do think camp ministry really, like, did that shape yeah. some of the direction of even oh, your ministry? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I wanted to do. I, my dream as a kid was to work there. Like once mm-hmm. I started working there as a, as a high school or uh, a college uh, a person, I don't know what I said, a college person. <laughs> college person. Yes. When I was in college, when I was yeah. in high school, when I was in college, uh, I wanted to work on full-time staff there. Yeah, that that place, Pine Cove revolutionized my life, period. That That's the end of that, yeah. So Falling Star, everybody has their camp names and mm-hmm. I, I, you tell a little story and then you get a nickname and I was, I worked with the horses and I got, bucked off of a horse named Star while I was trying to teach people how to ride. Mm. So, oh. so falling star. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yes. And it sticks. I love camp culture. I worked a different camp. And so I feel like there's always these camp stories that you're like, this makes perfect sense and was like so funny and we loved it. And this was our inside joke all summer. And then you yes. like explain it to people afterwards and they're just like, okay cool. <laughs> but yeah. it is like such a special thing. And I can definitely see why that was your dream to work camp and uh, own, a, own a camp and yeah. do all of that kind of stuff. And you still like horses. Like I think I've seen your Instagram. Like you've, you still yeah. do horses. Yeah. Stuff yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, up until about a year ago, I had three of them. Oh, you so did. I, I've, I've always kept that going. And the, the uh, guy that works there that, that taught me everything I know about horses. I still have a, you know, a whole, he, him and his wife are, Wow. basically second to my parents <laughs> you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah i love how we at lifeway love how camp impacts all I of know. our lives um, and it, it definitely does our both our our like actual pr- trajectory of our lives many mm-hmm. times but also just spiritually like that can be such a mm-hmm. important part of our walks um with christ for mm-hmm. sure yeah it is 
Well, we're going to shift a little bit from horses and, and farms <laughs> and camps, but you've had some interesting opportunities in the music industry outside of worship leading, like including being the beast at a live concert. Um, what was that like? What is like one of the most fun, interesting opportunities that you've had that you've never expected? Oh, there, there's a few. <clears throat> the one you just mentioned uh-huh. happened so randomly. L.A. is just moves really fast, and it's kind of like the or right place, right time kind of vibes. There was a movie called The Greatest Showman that came out a few years ago that was just an amazing movie. And oh. and I, one of my friends was like, I, I love the soundtrack. I posted a video of me singing a, a, a little bit of that song, a little bit of one of the songs from the movie. <clears throat> And my friend who told me to post it goes, she just turned her phone around and was like, see, I told you. And Hugh Jackman reposted what I did. What? And oh so, goodness. yeah, it was just super random. Like, what? So Hugh Jackman reposted that. The writers from that movie, or the soundtrack, saw that post. And so they were, you know, commenting to me. Then it went kind of silent. Then I'm at the gym um, working out and I get a text. Hey, Anthony, this is Justin Paul and Binge Pasek from The Greatest Showman. Are you in L.A.? And I was like, Yeah. Okay, I'm yet what? So they said tonight we're having a pre-Oscar party for our nominations and the the young lady who sang the song Never Enough in the movie isn't feeling well. Can you come sing that song at this event? So I was like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll see you tonight. So I walk in, sing the song, and then a guy in the room walks up to me and goes, hey, what are you doing on whatever the date was, June, whatever? And I was like, "I, I don't know. But he's like, great. I need a beast for Beauty and the Beast at the Hollywood Bowl. He was like, Belle is going to be Zoe Deschanel and Rebel Wilson's going to play this and Kelsey Grammer's playing this, but I need a beast and you want to do it? So it was just these random. So I went from there to these rehearsals in the same room, like the Star Wars soundtracks are recorded and the Lion King soundtracks. And I just sang this song for everybody and and they were like, okay, this is going to work. So I just walked into rehearsals for Beauty and the Beast. It was just, that's a, I'm sorry, it's taken a long time to get to the point, but that was how that that was one of the craziest things my parents flew in for that and it was just i, I went from working out in my gym to this thing to now 18,000 people in this you know kind of landmark historic place yeah. with all these names you know like the names like yeah. that that kind of thing and uh it was just a great opportunity again to be outside of the four walls doing ministry having conversations with people who wouldn't necessarily ever be listening to this you know what i mean so um, that's one, but there's, there's been numerous occasions where I get an email that says Mariah in the subject line. And I'm like, are we being casual about this? Why am I getting an email? <laughs> so I'm working on Christmas music at Mariah's house. Like wow. what? So the queen of Christmas, why am I in your house? Like, uh-huh. what? you know, it's just those opportunities again. And it's, um, it's outside of the box, but I believe that um, God gives us unique opportunities to to be His representatives outside of the box. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, and I think um, that's just like a, you were in the right place at the right time with the right giftings uh-huh. that God had given you, and just opened those doors. And I know we always at Lifeway, there's always like a, hey. Did you see that Anthony Evans is going to be the beast on the? And everybody's like watching it. We're like, we know him. Um, so it's always like so fun for us to see that, and we're like, we're now we kind of know Zoe Deschanel. Like I feel like we're sure. kind of friends with her now. Yeah, 
Yeah, one of those <laughs> separations of yeah, you know, like the yeah. six, degrees, yes. six degrees of Anthony Evans. I feel like yeah, that's we what should, <laughs> we should funny. play that game. We should yeah. be like, okay, so if if Anthony Evans has recorded yes. or he has done music with so and so, exactly. Oh my okay. gosh, that is so funny. Speaking of like the yes. most random thing, I, but it, I just think it's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Is when you walk into the nail salon with James Corden. Oh my gosh! And you like you did? Did you know him? Because you no. you're I was gonna say your face is like you didn't even know what was going on. I didn't. And this again was like this was seven years ago. I, yeah. I didn't know. It was when his show first came out. I again, it's another. The the lady who owns that nail salon is married to a guy named Walter Afanasiev, who wrote all these songs with Mariah. Like all I want uh-huh. for Christmas is you. Like he produced oh, wow. all those songs. And we went to a lunch because of a friend. We all went to eat. And she was like, hey, will you come by my nail? I'm just doing a grand opening. Will you come by? So I said, yeah, Katie, I'll, I'll come by. And when I when I walked in, she said, there'll be cameras there. And I thought a grand opening, whatever. And then James came over. And uh-huh. I didn't. I don't know who this man is touching my feet. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that was, that was real. And and then, you know, he became that, that talk show host, big James Corden That's guy. After, right. You know, that was later. But. It was super, it's again, the random stuff that happens when you're in this city. <laughs> but there's like over 6 million views on YouTube. Oh, is there? Yes. I didn't know that. I, because I looked it up when we were getting ready for this podcast. And I told Elizabeth, I was like, look at this video. There are this many millions of views. It's crazy. That is hilarious. I had no idea. So you never know who's watching. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask okay, another back, question about yeah, yeah, going back, going yes, back to going beyond, um, mm-hmm. about going beyond, and we're really excited about the simulcast, and mm-hmm. people can do that yeah, from wherever. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you, um, it's a women's conference, and there's yes. a lot of women there. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have any like fun stories about that so, dynamic of like you're one of very few brave men in the room? <laughs> or how many um, people have tried to set you up with someone? <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's my brain went there. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do feel like I have watched before where Priscilla has given out a phone number that I'm not sure if it was yours. <laughs> I don't know. No, it, it definitely was. wasn't mine. I don't think she wouldn't go that far. She's I too wonder pre- I wonder if that person got a lot of texts that day about Oh my god, <laughs> they did. She's too protective for that. She's wildly protective yes. of me. So so no, she didn't do that. <laughs> but that's probably the the Well the thing one, one thing that's kind of crazy is that I sing high and I don't mm-hmm. it works for these women's conferences. I used to be like, why is my voice so high? And now I'm like, oh, that's one of the reasons why because you can sing at these conferences and it's fine. <laughs> oh, but I think the dynamic of it's always about somebody trying to set me up with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm. And so that that creates a very interesting dynamic at a Christian women's conference. Because <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm like, this I is don't... not eHarmony Live. No. We are not. What is happening? eHarmony Live. <laughs> yes. Maybe that should be the ne- next name of a new event for Life by Women. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we would only have women sign up, which would I be know. the problem. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That <laughs> we, would be I used to run the social media accounts for Life by Women, and every so often we would get, like, a DM on Facebook that was like, About I'm looking Anthony? for a wife. Oh, no. no? Oh, from a guy? <laughs> and they would be like, I found oh. Life by Women. You all love God. And I was like... You know, like points for knowing where to look, I guess, but also wow. we don't want you creeping in the comments. <laughs> so oh that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Wow. But it was just interesting. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm sure that there are lots of interesting dynamics to being one of the few men yeah. in a room full of women. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it, it is pretty incredible so when you think about the simulcast mm-hmm. and you think about how many people 
it, I mean, it's great to be in the room, mm-hmm. but to reach the number of people that we reach in a simulcast, yeah. um, that's, a, that's really pretty amazing, isn't it? It's remarkable. It's remarkable how LifeWays use the power of technology to make sure that ministry happens at, at a broad level. I feel like, my, I feel like LifeWay has always um, maximized, they've strategically maximized opportunities to reach people with excellence. And I, and I, I, I love I love being a part of it. I love looking in the camera and knowing that there are 200,000 people that are at this event right now. You know, there's not a venue big enough (laughs) to hold how many people are here. And, and I, I, again, I just think it's, it's a, it's a privilege to have been, to be able to do this for that long. Mm -hmm. Um, and to utilize, you know, Priscilla didn't know that when she was in college majoring in broadcast journalism and wanting to be an anchor and do all that stuff that, that she was getting trained for something totally different right. that God had for her. But it's, it comes to her natural, like the cameras and all that stuff is all the stuff she was working on in college. And she didn't realize, oh, this is going to be for something mm-hmm. else. Right. But yeah. right now it's disguised as broadcast journalism. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I love that yes. God uses all of those life experiences mm-hmm. and all of the things that we just take that next step, and He just He uses it for His yeah. glory. Yeah, nothing, 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 nothing goes to waste. Mm-hmm. That that's what I have realized. He is the master. My mom was so good at leftovers; mm-hmm. like she would take mm-hmm. stuff that you thought there's no way this could be anything, and she would dice it, chop it, put it in a dish, and put cream of mushroom on it and like cheese yeah. and stuff, and give it a French sounding name. It was this whole <laughs> glorious moment with leftovers. I think that. A lot of us don't realize that God is so good at taking leftovers in our lives that we think are not worth anything, and He rearranges them and and gets us ready for something that we, we didn't think was possible. Mm. Everything's better with cream of mushroom and cream of chicken soup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Put it on there. That's for the sure. key. And cheese. And, and cheese, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Anthony, there's the question we always ask our, our guest um, because this is the Marked Podcast. So tell us something that has marked you in your walk with the Lord. I think there's a few different things. One thing that has marked me is, is the um, – Understanding the concept that God doesn't have grandkids because I had such a, you know, our ministry family, mm-hmm. I had to get to a point where I had my own relationship with the Lord. And as I started to walk in my own, like outside of the ministry thing that's built in my parents and all that stuff, what marked me is God making it clear that he had a specific plan for me. And it was un, that was unrelated and, and, you know, uh, not directly attached to everybody around me. Yes, we all get end up working together, but he's like Anthony. I have made you very specific for a a, a for very specific assignments. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like uh, that has yeah. that has marked me. His faithfulness in in those ways um, has really marked me. And then, oh, sorry, there's so many different. I mean, that's like no, whoa, my going, brain is. Um, I think. That the way he, I'm an, I'm an emotional dude. Like my, I lead with my emotions a lot of times, which is not always beneficial. But one thing that he's has marked me is, is, is when I, when I put those emotions, when I submit those emotions to the Lord, what he allows to happen through them, that, that is what I consider to be a weakness of mine. He has made into one of my greatest strengths as related to worship leading or writing songs or connecting with people's hearts. All that, all that emotional stuff that I was like, is being used. That is the catalyst and and the the centerpiece of 
my life and ministry are those emotions submitted to God, which that to me has, has, has marked me mm-hmm. also. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. The things that we may consider like a weakness or something mm-hmm. that we always kind of want to get rid of in our own selves are the thing, the very things a lot of times that God uses. So mm-hmm. that's uh, great. And thank you so much for being on today with us. Absolutely. Anthony. Absolutely. We're excited about the going beyond live events yes. and the going beyond simulcast. And one thing that I always loved about the going beyond simulcast when I was doing social media is seeing pictures of generations of women like Mm -hmm. young girls through grandmas and coming together and then people from around the world like Mm -hmm. i still remember we got a picture from and i i'm not going to remember the specific country but it was somewhere in africa of these women gathered around Um, and they had like a big box fan and then they had the computer going with the simulcast mm -hmm. playing in the background and it was just um so cool to know that they were worshiping the same God that we're worshiping mm-hmm. from yeah. all the way on the other side of the of the planet. So that was really yeah. cool. Um, and we would love to have anybody join us for those. Yeah. And that's another good thing about the simulcast is we've had a lot of our live events with Priscilla this year. They're selling out. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the venues are selling out. And so if you can't make it to the live, like come to a live event, we, yeah. you know, if there's availability. But if not, the simulcast is such a great way for you to yeah. do this by yourself with a small group, with your whole church. You can host it as a church event. And to kind of like what Anthony was talking about, too, like it gets out of the four walls of the church. Mm-hmm. So you can invite people who may not ever want to come to church but would come to your living room to hear the guy that played the beast lead worship (laughs) (laughs) and and hear some good teaching and they may not uh but they may not be like gung-ho to go to like a a church event but they come to your living room to watch it with you yeah yeah for for sure sure. for sure that would be amazing some people are you know intimidated by church and Mm -hmm. the the living room idea with with the going beyond Mm -hmm. is Great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Anthony, for being with us today. And we're just so appreciative of your ministry, your family's ministry, and just the legacy that, that you have there. And uh, listeners, we're thankful for you. And we just hope that you'll join us each week. So thanks, thanks again. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag Marked Podcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. 
The release date for Come Home for teen girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.